0: This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support.
1: Hi, I'm Jeff Galloway and you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast.
0: Hey, welcome to episode 193 of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And
1: I'm your co-host, Dana.
0: I am feeling better.
1: Yes, we are. I'm
0: on the mend. I don't think I'm 100%, but...
1: I can hear it in your voice.
0: I'm definitely better, and I think that in the editorial and recording process, there will be less... Pauses for
1: cough breaks, let's yes, be honest. Yes. Yes.
0: Last week, there we was were, a lot of editing.
1: We were definitely <laughs> under the weather and fighting through it last week, but we got it done and we are so glad to be back. Better. Feeling better. I'm so, like, I'm still tired. But, I've, but I also think we're, we're tired, but we're excited and energized because we are about to go on another out-of-state race. I'm
0: excited because this is a race that is near and dear to us. We will talk about it in the run segment, but I'm excited to be traveling again. I just don't want to get the travel crud.
1: No, no, we again have, we've had enough of that. I'm no done. more. I'm done. No more. I actually had it come up in my Facebook feed. Oh. Nine years ago, I posted great getting a sore throat. It
0: happens to you like at this time every, every year
1: usually. Every
0: we just skipped last year.
1: December, January. Yeah, last year of all years, you would think, Oh yeah, you're gonna get sick. Yeah. No, no. It was this year. Uh-huh. But and then we made up for it with with a double whammy coming off of Alaska. Mm. And then now. Yeah. So, yeah. Hi, everybody.
0: I'm feeling better. You're feeling better. We are on the <sighs> mend. I am super happy about that. So, we'll talk about training for this big race weekend.
1: Yes. Um, we are going to be talking about our training updates ahead of the Jeff Galloway double G weekend. Yay. That we're going to run Ugh. in Atlanta, Georgia, hot Atlanta. And it might actually be Hot Lanta this time. I hope not. We'll talk about that, too. Ring the bell. No, we can't ring the. If we ring the bell, the dog gets scared. I know,
0: but still.
1: And then we are going to be bringing some holiday cheer. Yes, this is, of course, we're heading into the Christmas season. We're Mm -hmm. getting. We're really fast approaching Christmas.
0: We have this week, and then next week, our episode. We'll be talking about what we've done. Heading into the actual Christmas holiday. Yes.
1: So. And then what better way to ring in the, the Christmas season than a holiday-centric, holiday-specific mm. yeah. recipe? A we, holiday it's been a while themed, since we shared a recipe. A
0: holiday-themed, if you will, eating and drinking portion of the show. Yes. Because... We've been training, so it's a home-based, what are we having to get into the holiday spirit at home?
1: Very much. So we're going to be talking about a panettone bread pudding.
0: Oh, eggnog. Eggnog.
1: Panettone. Pony, panettone bread pudding. Yes.
0: Do you say panettone or panettone?
1: I call it panettone. I could be wrong.
0: I don't know how to pronounce it.
1: We so. could plug it into Google and see how the computer says to say it. But oh, I, should we do that? We could give it a shot. I don't know. Uh, but I go with panettone, and then mm. for the drink portion this week, we're going to be talking about a beer that, if you've listened to us on any of our live streams, you've heard us mention it. I believe yes. that uh,
0: last year at this time, actually,
1: last year at this yep. time, and then I believe last week, even we most talked recently, about it. We talked about yes. it, yes, and. That beer is Shiner Cheer, which is only released mm. around this time of the year,
0: and we have to dedicate a segment to it
1: it it's just it's got a lot of of not only holiday memories but but fond memories from one of our favorite local eateries next oh, yeah. pizza of course also uh, patrons of the show mm-hmm. but we love that beer for a lot of reasons and we're gonna talk about that yeah but first you've got some shout outs to do couple
0: I was hoping to celebrate Jojo positively probably one on Instagram I, I was hoping to celebrate her rocket city half i
1: I, uh, I was so envious of this i love that town
0: and i loved her little outfit for it yes too but apparently it was canceled due to weather
1: yeah we should probably just take a moment to say there safety was safety first this this is the week following that massive line of storms mm-hmm. that came through parts of the of the south and the and the upper Midwest. And, and really, really wrought havoc on multiple states mm-hmm, with for a long time. Many lives lost. And Gosh. we are just absolutely beside ourselves with our our thoughts and wishes for everybody in that area for a recovery. And and as we are recording this, there are still rescue efforts underway. We're hopeful and praying for, for positive outcomes for everybody, uh, for as many people as possible
0: stuff. You can replace human life. Absolutely. So and,
1: and and we we were hit with a tornado ourselves back in 2016. 16. That was only an F2 this was this an was five awful They're saying that it ran over 250 miles it was
0: it was just on the ground for so much longer than ours was and so much stronger yeah and I just I I hate that for all of those people and all of those communities. Absolutely and so. we just hope for the best for everybody there and we're thinking of them. 100%. Yeah. So I was safety first.
1: Yes, so they so as a result, her race was canceled. Yeah, and I totally it get was it. tied to that or affected by that that storm system.
0: Mhm.
1: 100% understand.
0: Mhm.
1: And and really you never as a as a runner, you never want your race to be canceled. No.
0: But safety is key and important, and uh, you can always reschedule. You can always do it again next year. Exactly.
1: It's, yes. Let people defer, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. It's just, I, I, I hats off to the race organizers yep. for making that hard call.
0: Yeah, it's very difficult. Very difficult. Somebody who did not get a race canceled, though, is Fun Size Jen, Jennifer Hall. Yes. And she got to run with a friend. Santa Run 5K, and I, I believe that was the name of the race. And they were uh, taking lots of fun pictures along the way and getting in the the, the Christmas spirit, the holiday spirit,
1: in uh, Frederick, Maryland. We did one similar to that last year. That run for the front run for
0: yeah, it was virtual. it was a virtual, though. and it was supposed to be like either a 5K or a one mile, and it was. Right around the time I was still recovering from knee surgery. Knee surgery. So I walked that one mile and uh, that it, uh, there was like a festive little Santa sh- uh, running shirt they had.
1: Everything about that was very well themed. Yes. And, mm-hmm. uh, and and I, yeah, so that was that was a great race that we did. But so I, it
0: reminded me very much of that, yes. It
1: did. And I just, the photos were adorable.
0: Mm-hmm. So if you want a shout-out for yourself or someone else, celebrate an accomplishment, shout-out a race, experience, a training milestone, anything in this section of the show, make sure you email us at info at run, eat,
1: That's info at runeatdrink.net.
0: Or you could call us and leave us a message about it that we could play on the show at 941 677 two seven three three
1: we have the technology and we will play it at nine four one six seven seven two seven three three you leave the voicemail we pull the audio we put it on our soundboard and we hit the button it's
0: the same number we use for the live show call-ins when we
1: have them which i which was so much fun yes recently did that
0: for thanksgiving we well, got to do that again soon. We
1: do. Maybe, maybe for New Year's. Yeah. Something like
0: that. New Year's resolution, Collins. Oh. What do you think? Dangerous. Or yeah. just what you hope for in 2022 if you don't make resolutions. I don't know. I like that. Something like that. I don't know. In the meantime. Planning for later. Let's talk running. Let's talk running in the meantime and the training updates. Because we didn't have a race this week. No as we said, we were still overcoming being
1: sick. Sometimes you get you, you catch whatever the the funk is, cold flu whatever mm-hmm. the case may be and, and you you recover mentally mm. you get back to
0: yeah
1: normal ish or at least back mm. to where you can you Fish. can function yes. you're, you're going to work you're you're doing stuff around the house and all that but you still feel <sighs> off for a week or so.
0: Yes cloudy.
1: Cloudy, even. a little woozy, even, mm-hmm. a- and that's where we were at mm-hmm. this week. We had so, really big plans. Oh,
0: we did. We wanted to do high mileage. We did a coffee chat where we said we were going to do high mileage, and
1: we ha- so, and we set out to do it.
0: And then we realized we're still getting over being sick.
1: Yeah, so we got to we got to about mile two. Instead of, you know, mile two of 12, which was Mm. what we were shooting for, 12 to 13. Mm. We got to mile two and both of us were feeling like we had just been run over by a truck. Yeah, Not not like back to being sick, but just the fatigue Mm -hmm. was still there. Tremendous. And a little interval work. Not really working really well. Let's just, let's, let's do some, some fast paced walking Mm. that worked okay for a bit. But when you get that wooziness to where you're like, am I, am I hungry? Am I thirsty? Am I just ill still? Mm. At that point, you have to listen to your body
0: and just say
1: enough. Yeah. I'm better off taking a nap and sleeping mm-hmm. than I am trying to push through this and potentially ending up in my neighbor's front yard.
0: Mm, which we don't
1: want to do. No. We like our neighbors, but yeah.
0: not, not... The longest training run going into this race weekend that I've done in the last two weeks has been a 5K.
1: Yes. Now, you got up and did... You were doing 5Ks this week ahead of work. Only one. Only one? Mm-hmm. I thought that you did two. Mm, no. Oh, one. All right. then I'm only one ahead of you, mm-hmm. and I see that. It, even at that, mine weren't quick.
0: No, it wasn't. It wasn't fast. And,
1: and we've had weird. We had some weird weather here too. Uh, every morning this week has been S- super
0: foggy. Soupy.
1: Like we're we're getting uh, it's it. We're reaching highs into the upper 80s right yeah, now, and in yeah. the mornings it's starting out really really foggy, and in the upper 60s, low 70s. So it's been a weird dynamic yes. where I'll wear a, a hoodie in the morning for the run. Yeah. I've been doing just a little bit of light interval work. And again, no further than 5K. And then... I wasn't even doing interval work. By the mid midday, it's it's over 80 degrees, right. pushing 90. So it's been weird. So you've got one 5K in this week, then. That's it. All right. I thought yeah. you had two. Mm-mm. And no. our longest run in the three weeks lead or three weeks past three weeks is the total of twelve miles that Which we was walked. Walking. But again, this is per Jeff Galloway. Yeah. Walking is acceptable. Yes. Total distance yes. of twelve miles. I think that we're gonna be okay. Well, I know I know you got concerns.
0: I have concerns because it's a 5K on Saturday. It's Barb's 5K on Saturday and it's Jeff's 13.1 on Sunday. So this we, is a
1: ch- so to be clear for everybody, this is a challenge it's weekend. It's a double
0: G. So it's a challenge weekend. But in conversing with Jeff and telling him about the sickness and about the lack of the training mileage and he says you're going to be okay. He said walk the 5K. Just walk the 5K and you could easily walk the 13.1 on Sunday and end up at the finish. He says, now there are places you can cut the course. If you're not feeling good, we've built that into the course very well. You, if you need to cut it short and not actually finish, then there are ways to do it safely. Sure. And we have people on the course, manning the course for safety and support. And you, they there are things you can do if you want to try, and then you can't
1: make it. And I think that's a that's a smart way to approach it. Mm-hmm. The fi- Just so everybody knows, the, the the 5K on Saturday, Barb's 5K, is a 5K through and around, through mainly, Piedmont Park. Yeah. Piedmont Park is Atlanta's version of Central Park. Mm. It's a gorgeous area. It's, it really it's, is beautiful. It's a completely it's paved course. You you have I think you have a little bit of elevation change during mm-hmm. that that park run, but for the most part it's flat in segments. Mm-hmm. So worst case you could walk the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, no big deal. Yeah. And then for the for the half marathon on Sunday, Jeff always likes to say you start out. Higher than you finish. I know total and it's, elevation, and, it's, and I always—I
0: know it's true because he wouldn't say it if it wasn't him. true.
1: It, I, no, he's hundred percent correct. Yeah. However, it feels different. There's a lot of up and down yeah. throughout the race course. This race course begins you in a beautiful section of Midtown Atlanta. Yes. It takes you out in Piedmont all the way to Ponce de Leon Avenue. You head right down Ponce right past one of my favorite locations in Atlanta, Krispy Kreme, Ugh. which we have not seen since it's been rebuilt.
0: Oh, has it been rebuilt? Is it done?
1: Fingers crossed. I hope I, so. I hope so. I if want a donut. If it has, I will be stopping for on-course <gasps> carbohydrate support. I am so
0: excited.
1: This is not us eating donuts on a race. This is us getting fuel for the race. Let's be clear. Okay. I'm only doing this for nutritional support.
0: And you're not going to drop them this time.
1: I will do my best. Okay. Okay. So you, you run that portion, then you hang a right, you head out towards the MLK Museum, mm-hmm. then you hang a left, and you go out to the Carter Presidential Library. Mm. So you do have some sections there that you, they they fluctuate from hilly to flat. Mm-hmm. I think yes. that if you were to approach this conservatively, and you walked the uphills, and any flat sections, you did intervals, and any downhills, yeah. you did intervals.
0: Depending on how we're Depending feeling, on how you feel, yes.
1: I think that you're fine. <laughs> and then once you get back to the Atlanta Beltline, that's two miles straight, flat, paved, no traffic. I think you got, foot traffic. Opportuni- you got some opportunity, but you get some opportunity there. If, I'm just saying, if you feel like doing the interval work, you can.
0: He said. The course is open long enough that I think you could walk the entire thing and be okay. I'm sure. So that's going to be my mission, and hopefully I can pull that off. If not, I'm going to own up to that, and and if I need to cut the course, he said, come see me at the start, and I'll talk to you about the points where you might have the opportunity to to cut it short if you need to.
1: Right. And I know what he'll probably tell you is at the end of, more than likely, it'll be at the end of, of the, the Belt Atlanta Line. Mm-hmm. You'll just go straight on to Piedmont Park as opposed right. to going to the uh, Virginia Highlands. Mm-hmm. So worst case scenario, you grab your medal at the end and then you finish this one, sh- cut it short, and then you run it as a virtual in a training mm-hmm. run coming yeah. up.
0: So that's not my goal. My goal is to walk it as efficiently as i can and to finish it because that's my coach
1: that is your america's coach
0: and a hero and an inspiration and Mm -hmm. somebody that i really want to see at the end having kind of a big deal having done the full 13.1 because of the year that we've had
1: 100 percent
0: I want to I want do it. So I just have to remember to drink a lot of water the day before and fuel up and just do what I can and use the extended time on the course that he allows to be able to finish. And that is my goal.
1: That's my goal. That's a good goal. The good news is... That for, it looks like we're going to have pretty good weather. It looks like we're going to have overcast or cloudy weather for Saturday and Sunday. Mm. Temperatures are going to be in the 40s on Sunday for the big run.
0: And he- then get heading warmer? Up,
1: heading up into the late 50s. Mm. That's warmer than we're accustomed to for yeah, this race. Yeah, yeah. And it might be a little warmer than that on Saturday for the 5K. But, again, it's a 5K. It'll be less than an hour. We're in, we're out.
0: Okay. Fine.
1: And here's the, here's the secret, everybody. With a dog park on the course.
0: I mean. And actually,
1: there are technically, I think, three dog parks for, like, small, medium, and large dogs.
0: Yes. They divide them into
1: I think it's two sizes, or three. So yes. We tend to take a little extra time there.
0: How can you not?
1: How can you not?
0: They're so cute.
1: It's ridiculous. We're dog people. It's ridiculous, we love,
0: and we're cat people too. But these are both. Like, but, these dogs are adorable, and
1: it's just a beautiful park. I, when I lived in Atlanta for college, I was at Piedmont Park frequently, not only for just general recreation purposes, but for like music events that were in the park.
0: It's a beautiful venue.
1: It. Absolutely is gorgeous, and every time we go, we always see people doing things like like uh, remote control drones,
0: flying kites,
1: flying kites, flying themselves or just, or, on like parasails,
0: yeah, or just or just using that the quad <clears throat> type area to just run around and play and with family, yeah, games.
1: And I so, love the fact that you have a segment of the the downtown skyline kind of against beautiful. the trees, it's beautiful. The the the. Giz- Zebo that's there on the water.
0: Oh yeah. That's
1: always a great photo op for um, us. We we have so many photos from this race course. I love Barb's five K. I really do. And I love the fact that Jeff's race, that's the last three miles of the race. Yeah. Although uh, uh, for, I mean, for well, Jeff for the thirteen miler, it's is it? Yeah.
0: The last three miles?
1: Yeah. Okay. Because at mile nine, you're on the exterior or you're on the perimeter. You hit
0: mile 10 before you go in.
1: You do. The last three miles are inside the park.
0: Okay. Got it.
1: And... I, I just I, I love that, that you, you get to do that one again, and I like the fact that those last three miles are completely traffic controlled because you're at, you're out so off the streets. Oh, you, you don't, don't have to worry about vehicles. Mm-hmm. And and truthfully, over the year with this race course, they've got it down to a science. You really don't have problems with traffic. No, even in the, the neighborhoods where they run this through, Atlanta PD does an amazing job.
0: And there are bar- there are biking paths. And uh, our sidewalks and just I you yeah
1: I've got it I can't I, remember I the, just want to finish this race you're gonna finish it but what I'm looking forward to and I cannot remember the name of it along the Atlanta Beltline there's a little coffee shop oh and I, a couple of years ago I popped in and this was a bad idea on my part I freely admit it look I, I I'm I'm the dumbest smart guy you'll ever meet sometimes. What? I go, Amy is way ahead of me. I pop in, I go to this coffee shop. Inman I, Perk, the I,
0: James Room. I
1: order a no. couple of coffees. And know. I'm thinking to myself, I can run No, with two hot coffees in my hand. You cannot. With, and Grant, they had lids on them. So okay, I, fi- but- I figured the lid would, would keep them contained. Mm-mm. It didn't work. I thought that my hands no. would keep them nice and balanced. I wouldn't spill, man. No, that, sir. That was a bad idea. No, sir. It was literally no, a waste sir. of money. But I, ha- I had ideas, so.
0: You tried.
1: Same, and I'm Your going. heart was in
0: the right place. And I'm
1: telling you, if, if Krispy Kreme is open, I am going to execute on getting those donuts to you without them going on the ground first. I want We're them. not going to have road donuts Regardless. this time. Regardless. I want them. hashtag road donuts. I want them. I don't care. All the runners around me thought it was hilarious, and it didn't yeah, stop people the from pacers, eating. Pacers. The it didn't stop anybody from eating.
0: Fantastic. Them. And the Pacers told the story. Then later on down the line at the Donna.
1: I literally we're running the Donna uh, a year later,
0: and I know we've told the story before. We have. But-
1: And I I just think it's funny. And I happened to overhear somebody telling a story of this guy that was running a race in a kilt Mm. who went into, went into the donut shop and got donuts and then dropped them. And then as I walked up, I said, hello. They're (laughs) they're like, it's you. (laughs) So they got to meet me, and then we tell the whole story again. We ran and we ran that race for several miles together. We had mm. a lot of fun with that. Yeah. But I am again. I'm so excited for the, this race. I'm so excited to get back to the city of Atlanta.
0: I know. I know. There's
1: so much to look forward to. I know that we're trying to hopefully meet up with some people on uh, Friday if anybody can make it for our. Our time at uh, Trader Vic's. Yes. Saturday yes. after the 5K, we're wanting to do brunch, And then we're looking at some other options as well. For her Sunday. For Sunday. Yeah,
0: after the race, assuming I'm not, um, assuming I hydrate well enough and I'm not sick after.
1: Or just throwing off toenails, and, as I've seen you do before.
0: Let's hope for the best. <laughs> Let's hope for the best.
1: Okay. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I, I I think that it's going to be a very good uh, race overall. It's just going to be a little bit warmer than we're normally accustomed to, but I think 28 degrees at the start might be a little too cold. I want it. I know you do.
0: I know, but whatever. <laughs> it, weather is what it is, so it's the unknown.
1: So – Anyway, we've talked a little bit about the the fact that our longer runs that we wanted to happen didn't really, and that we have a strategy we're going to approach running and potentially doing some interval work on the flat and downhills. We'll see how it goes. You know, or and, not. Or not, depending on how you're feeling. Yeah. Listen to your body. We learned that this week, mm-hmm. trying to push through. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll let everybody know how that goes. Okay. So... All this talk of running.
0: Has it made you hungry? Funny
1: how that works.
0: For holiday-themed well, items? It
1: also doesn't help the fact that the entire house right now smells of oh, my signature beverage that I make every year. Of course, I do a I do a cranberry orange vodka, and we'll probably talk about that on an upcoming episode. But also, Amy's signature dessert... I do make it, so we compliment every year. each other. Yeah, and I
0: cook, people.
1: She cooks.
0: It's not just him.
1: Oh no, not not by all uh. stuff.
0: <laughs> yes, I am. We
1: and I love the smell of it. By the way, because I come in the house <sighs> and I can, it hits me immediately. The signature ingredient being nutmeg is I one of my nutmeg. favorites.
0: I love nutmeg. You. You and I we love this. We saw it on Food Network. Full disclosure, it was it's not like a, a something we invented or something that came down through the generations of our family, but
1: it has become a family tradition, however, yes, it thanks has. to you.
0: And people in our family have been asking for it from year to year so we saw it initially on Thirty Minute Meals with Rachel Ray.
1: I, I was going to ask you, wasn't this a Rachel Ray mm-hmm. episode?
0: I love I love her show. I loved her. Does 30, she still 30, do? I this don't even show? know if she does thirty minute meals because she does her talk show I and don't all think this other so. stuff. She's so. she's
1: she's too famous now. Yeah, this is back when she was just coming off of being <sighs> the the food demo person at Publix at the end because that's how look she got to start. Look what
0: look at what that did for her. So I know. I'm just saying.
1: So this is a pan eggnog
0: egg panettone
1: bread pudding. Yes. And before you mm-hmm. get into the the recipe itself, I'm going to drop a little a little trivia on everybody. Go right ahead. If you're not familiar with panettone or panettone, mm-hmm. this is a a bread, a sweet bread, almost a cake. It's it's a little bit denser than pound cake, but it's not quite a loaf of bread. I think it's way better than fruit cake that has dried fruit baked into it. Yeah. I learned that this goes all the way back to the crusades. Really? This was something that crusaders that. carried with them as a ration mm. that they could eat on okay. horseback while traveling across the Middle East.
0: Things I learned
1: when we record this show. I had, yeah, I thought this was a did not really know cool that. bit of trivia. I did not know and Because it, 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 the dried fruit travels, this particular style of of, of travels well. Oh. And I think probably a little bit of the addition. I, I'm sure that in the baking process, there's a, a little addition of, of a little bit of alcohol to kill anything other than it the, the initial yeast that grows. That yes, grows seems. to yes. rise. But it is, it is a panettone bread is something that you see every Christmas season that comes out, and it's it's wonderful it, because if you've ever had American fruit cake. Let's be honest.
0: It's it's ugh, dense. It's like a brick.
1: I actually I'm serious. We, you know how
0: we had like the brick of the lobster mac and cheese last week,
1: but that was light and delicious. There's okay. nothing okay. light or delicious about fruit Fine. cake. Fine. Fine. But this, or you know, American fruit cake has a very, you know, there's a lot of fun made of it. We're making a little bit of it now. Yes and i guess it has this really strong flavor the the dried fruit the usually it's brandy i think used and or rum used in the in the process for making it 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 doesn't have a very lighter airy texture this is everything good about fruit cake which is a little bit of dried fruit plus everything good about actual bread which is light fluffy airy texture
0: it really it does have that airy texture and the, and the, it's not, you know how fruitcake has got that gloss and it feels like it's weighed down with a whole bunch of sugar water and just like,
1: yeah, I, I don't even, it's dense.
0: Yeah. It's not like that.
1: Panettone is not. I love it. And, and you like it even if you're, even without baking it into this no, yeah pudding.
0: Yes. But
1: so if you, you see have, a, oh, sorry. I was going to say, so if you see a loaf of this in your local grocery store or drugstore, take a chance if you've never tried it.
0: It was in the bakery it's section of our grocery store. Just saying. But you can also find it at drugstores, too. It's Yeah, and there are little mini ones, too. There are. I'm just saying, anyway.
1: Get the big one, though.
0: Yeah, the big one. I get, and I know she says in the recipe, if you look at the one that we linked to in the show notes, that she she wants like the some of the crust cut off.
1: You don't when do you, that
0: when you cube it because it's actually making little cupcake sized miniature bread puddings, like individual serving sizes.
1: Individual serving and sizes.
0: Love that.
1: Love. And that's something you adopted, right? Was that part of the original recipe? It is. Oh, okay.
0: It's something I cannot take credit for. I'm telling you, it is, but I put mine in muffin cups, which is something that's an addition to this recipe.
1: It's so smart. So
0: that you can actually take it out of the muffin cup, reheat it, or it just, it transports well for parties or it's good.
1: So yes. this is a traditional bread pudding. Yeah, you're but instead of bread, you're using the panettone.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have to cube those, and then you and then you essentially you when you make what the bread is going to soak in, what the panettone is going to soak in, you're making an eggnog custard.
1: Now, are you actually using eggnog no. as an ingredient?
0: Mm-mm. You're using half and half you're using half and half, rum, vanilla, nutmeg, sugar, eggs and egg yolks.
1: So you're bait, you're making the custard mm-hmm. that what gives it the eggnog flavor and you control this mm. is the amount of nutmeg. I think. Yeah. I think yeah. I think nutmeg is the essential
0: I think it's the nutmeg, the rum and the vanilla extract that make the flavors yeah. for us yeah. just holiday. <sighs> so, you make the custard in a separate bowl, you you cube the bread and then you pour the custard over it.
1: So, where you could get creative with this. Mm. What when you make cuz you made a batch.
0: Well, then then you put it in the muffin cups and then you put it into the oven for dollars 475. Mhm. Water bath. And but you give it a water bath and then you just have to cook and check like 10, 15, 20 minutes until a toothpick or the tongs of a fork come out clean. Right. So it depends on your
1: oven. But yeah. But when you made this, you made this the other day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What rum did you use?
0: Silver rum. Silver yeah. wicked dolphin rum. So shout out oh, to our local distillery.
1: Paul Catrell.
0: Love it. Mm, Love it. So good. But you could use a spiced rum if you wanted to.
1: To give it a little extra.
0: Yeah, I guess to punch up or to add to the nutmeg and vanilla.
1: Honestly, I don't know which would be better, truthfully, because a silver rum has this clean flavor of of the sugar cane.
0: Yeah, it doesn't take away from the rum. The rum doesn't take away from like the vanilla and the nutmeg,
1: and and the dried Got fruit it. flavors.
0: But you could also play with because who knew the panettone or panettone, however you say it, is also available in flavors.
1: We discovered this literally. Who knew? Three days ago, we were at the store. We were walking down the aisle and and we were looking and all of a sudden we see not only do they have traditional, which is a a white Mm -hmm. um, bread Mm -hmm. that has the the dried fruit baked in, but they also had an option for a vanilla Mm -hmm. and a chocolate and it looked like it was chocolate Bread, yeah, with chocolate chip.
0: I guess you could mix it up that way, or with this, with the type of rum you use, or both.
1: I yeah, a <laughs> spiced rum or even a dark rum. I think could be yeah. really interesting yeah. if you're wanting a richer flavor, like a
0: Myers
1: kind of, or even like a Papa's Pilar.
0: Oh yeah,
1: if you're wanting something that's really got that almost molassesy kind of thing going on. Yeah, there are ways you could play with this. So you bake it up. You do uh-huh. it in the you do it in the cups. And yep. and we've been doing this for for years yeah. with family. Uh-huh. I think I think that we saw this recipe over 10 years ago. Probably. And we do it every year. And what we love about it is is in the muffin cups you get that individual serving size. So like you said, you can go hot or you can go cold. Some people well, love yeah. theirs love theirs warm with I like, like too. ice cream or or mm-hmm. cream or, or creme clipper. anglaise
0: or well, yeah whatever
1: because a we lot of people will, a lot of people make that creme anglaise kind of as a as a side or something to pour over
0: which I, would be
1: glorious yes
0: yes and we've had some great bread puddings in our time in our travels i
1: mean i inherited this from my father my I my dad love, was a huge bread pudding fan.
0: I and and my father as well. I love 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 the white chocolate bread pudding at the Columbia restaurant.
1: The Columbia restaurant is in one Tampa, of the best.
0: Also in Celebration in Orlando.
1: Yes. But. And I believe in Jacksonville? Mm, St Augustine. St Augustine. I'm also a huge fan. We've we've talked about it I think on the show. There is a bread pudding that is made at Raglan Road. Oh, I love it! And they do the creme, creme anglaise. Glaze. But if you don't want to do creme anglaise, because that's a little extra step, you have to make it. And of course, you know that's basically a, a custard I that mean, you're making. A really good, high quality. I like like a, a traditional vanilla bean ice cream that's got oh, the yeah. Vanilla, so the you could see the flex. flex. That yes. I think is the way to go.
0: Not like a rum raisin. Uh, no,
1: I think that's too much.
0: Too much and competes with the
1: what's in the bread. You're wanting to accentuate what's in the bread, okay? Because that I, I okay. think the panettone has such a good yeah. flavor. It gives you it. It screams holiday to it me. Does. It does. Does it's so comforting.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: when you made it, I we had one for quality assurance, of course, I, and that Naturally. to me is just such a comfort. Mm-hmm. Dish yeah. and and really the muffin cup and you use a you use the larger muffin cups with yes. that, but that is a very when you get it all done once you've you know soaked those cubes of of panettone and in it the doesn't custard, take long really and you, and you bake it it's it's a dense. It's a substantial dessert.
0: And I also like to leave all that crust on so that when you, after you soak the bread and you're putting it in the muffin cups, you can use some of the pretty crust for the top.
1: And I think that's a nice textural contrast. Mm -hmm. You get a great eggy, custardy, soft, but warm texture. And then you get that crunch. It's good. And...
0: It's good. You could even you could dust it with some turbinado sugar on the top.
1: Oh, if you wanted to, that would be awesome. Just
0: heat it up like maybe fifteen seconds in the microwave, and dust it with some turbinado sugar, and put that vanilla bean alongside. That would be awesome. 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 Just saying. And if you wanted to have some caramel sauce on it, you could. But that that may be a bridge too too far for you.
1: I. What I actually what I like about this recipe is that it's not cloyingly sweet. Su- the the there is a sweetness to the bread, but it's not like a cake.
0: But you could make it sweeter with the caramel if you prefer or butterscotch or something.
1: Yes, but yeah. I personally like the fact that it's not a super, super sweet dessert.
0: So you can just control what happens with the toppings mm-hmm. and do what you
1: want. and this recipe has been like we said it's been in our family now for over 10 thank years. You
0: thank you to rachel thank you to rachel ray food, food network uh, classic food network
1: back when she was on food network mm. back then
0: and she, i think she still is occasionally is she? i don't know i don't know anyway
1: i don't know the last time great. i've seen her on food network
0: it, it, it it's a great recipe
1: we do have a link to it in the show notes. We yes. We do. So please go check that out and really if you're looking for a last minute dessert idea and this transports very well. It we,
0: transports it stores very well. We do in, it in
1: muffin cups. Yeah. We put it in a in a Tupperware. Tupperware. We normally travel up the night before. Put it in the hotel fridge.
0: Oh, yeah. Like it two. goes the
1: next day. And then if you want it cold, you go straight from the Tupperware. Mm-hmm. If you want it warm, 30 seconds in the microwave. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't lose anything.
0: No. It's
1: in my great. opinion. It's
0: great. I think it's great.
1: So check it out.
0: And easy to make. Highly recommend. Yeah, how long does it take? 30 minutes.
1: Tops? Yeah. Wow. Hardest part is going to be getting the, the, the wax paper off of the off of the Yeah.
0: I think the hardest part is waiting for it to cool.
1: So oh, there is that. Some. Yes, there is that's that problem. That's
0: That's just me.
1: Or <sighs> trying not to eat the eat the custard since it has raw egg in it. I don't know. I don't. I've heard that that's dangerous, although I've never yeah. met anybody that's actually been been killed by raw egg yet. No, just so.
0: bake it, let it cool. Enjoy.
1: And remember, eating raw or undercooked egg products may be hazardous to your health.
0: Health. (laughs) Follow the directions.
1: Exactly. Of the
0: recipe. And enjoy. Let us know if you make it.
1: Listen, before we go on, we do want to say thank you to all of our patrons for your support and the growth you've allowed us to achieve this year.
0: In the holiday season, I feel... Jingle, jangle. I feel extra, extra appreciation. Like you want to hug every
1: patron? Yes. Me too. I just
0: want to travel and hug every patron that's allowed us to continue to create the show and grow the community. We just got two new patrons in November and December, and I just, we're so grateful for all of you and what you contribute to the community and the fact that you support our passion project that is the show.
1: Absolutely. Listen, at patreon.com slash run eat drink podcast, we currently have three levels. We've been saying it forever. It's coming at the end of the I know, year. I know. We have $2, $5, and $10. Each one has their own special perks. We have more stuff coming. We promise it's coming. Um, in 2022. In 2022, uh, Patrons, you <laughs> get a special handwritten thank you note from us when signing up to support the you show. And you know
0: it's handwritten because my- i a lefty. It's pretty bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're still better than mine.
0: <laughs> and all patrons get special shout outs on social media on their birthday or whatever special day of their own choosing their podcast patron, anniversary, exactly. whatever it
1: Insiders get a look behind the scenes, exclusive access to other video footage, special interviews before they get released on the podcast feed, mm-hmm. cooking demos, tastings, you name it. But the show is always going to be free.
0: If you want more of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast and you want to support the show long-term... Go to patreon.com slash running drink podcast. Or if you use Podbean, you can tap on the reward button right at the top of the app. And it's all the same perks, all the same levels right inside of Podbean.
1: Exactly. As always guys, we cannot thank the runcation nation community enough for all the ways that you support the running drink podcast. We love you. we do. Let's talk drinks. Yeah. Now we have a tradition. Um, and a lot of it involves going to one of our favorite local eateries. They do happen to be a patron of our show. <laughs> yes. Nice Guys Pizza. We love you, Greg and Jovina. And yes. and team.
0: The entire team, the staff, everybody, I, just, they are, they are part of our family. Part
1: of our family and part of our community. Yes. And they are the ones that introduced us to this beer oh. coming out of Shiner, Texas. Yay. Shiner Brewing's holiday shiner cheer we love it
0: <sighs> we love it it's so hard to find we talked about it on a chat and i think that our patron josh went to go find it in alabama last year
1: Re- yeah. yeah yeah
0: and then i think and i know Trip. Trip, Trip Trip just recently just she, recently she had some and she's a, a fan of our live chats too I, I can't tell you i would hoard this if i could find more of it
1: yeah, so what is it? Shiner Clearly. is famous for their their traditional Shiner Bach. Oh yes. This is their holiday favorite. This is a an uh, ale that they do with a combination of peaches and pecans. So good. This was first brewed in 2010, so it's just a little over a decade old. Oh. Um. It clocks in at 5.4% ABV. It only has 22 IBUs so on the international. So it's not super bitter. Really? Not at all. And I the fact that you can find it in bottles and cans.
0: I would love to find it in bottles. We've only found it in cans or on Four packs. tap. Or on tap at Nice
1: Guys. Nice Guys. And then also our friends at number three. Oh, yeah. They've had it as well. Number three craft brews here in Cape Coral. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them as well. Yes. They, they are one of our favorite tap rooms. Mm-hmm. They do some of the most eclectic. Tastings love of beers them. and their, yeah. their package selection is incredible. Mm-hmm. Not a sponsor of the show, not a patron yet, but we, we love them.
0: <laughs> You're so hopeful.
1: <laughs> I, I am. Shiner, it, it, it's an interesting one to me because if I, you just described it, which was an ale with peaches and pecans, I would be like, what's holiday about that?
0: But it is.
1: But then when you have it, mm-hmm the the pecan notes and the peach notes to me are so perfect in the way they interact
0: it creates the sp- the spice the holiday flavor yes it's so good
1: each one independent i don't think would do it
0: i think this along with the bread pudding that we talked about
1: we could try it and experiment and see
0: it was it's it's it would be fantastic it really would I love this,
1: and on its own, it's fabulous. What I also love is the fact that Shiner's labels or cans, they're even festive. almost, they're very festive. They're they so almost festive. have kind of a an ugly sweater look to them. A no. little bit? No,
0: uh, no, it's like a garland look. I think like it's a garland like holiday look.
1: Huh? I think it's ugly sweater.
0: Okay, but. If well, you all visit their website that we link to in the show notes where you see the Shiner Cheer label, let us know. Yes. What you think.
1: I, I say I say ugly sweater. But no. they, they the, no. the 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 label proudly proclaims brew with peaches and pecans. Yes. It is a very light drinking beer.
0: I was gonna say it's not a dessert beer. No. I think you could have it with people will have turkey, they'll have ham traditionally at the holidays. they'll have a heavier meal like with mashed potatoes and gravy or sweet potato casserole, something like that mm-hmm. and, and it will be a traditionally heavier meal. but I think you could have this with the meal. I agree and it wouldn't weigh you down. You could Im- you could indulge in the meal itself.
1: And I and I think that the flavors would complement those types of foods. we mm-hmm. we we'll, we'll sometimes yeah. talk about a beer being a burger beer. Yes. This is a beer I think custom made for for the traditional American holiday oh. roast roast animal and sides yes. Agreed. type of meal. Agreed. And it's it's light in body
0: mm-hmm.
1: the the alcohol content is a little higher it's a little higher yeah, than what you five, might get in the in like traditional American lagers it usually clocks in about a 4.7 okay so it's a little higher but the flavor is it's not dessert like you said
0: it's not syrupy sweet we've had some. it's almost
1: aromas of those flavors
0: we've had some fantastic. Beers that are higher ABV, those holiday flavors that are more of stout or a porter, heavy body dessert beer. Yes, this is not that. No,
1: it's it's, it's more almost, amber in color. It's yeah, and and like I said, it's almost like it's not so light. Like they've waved a picture of a pecan and a, and a peach by. Oh it. no, you can get that. It's got a little bit of it in there, but it's not. There's no sweet note that you're like. Nothing says dessert about this beer.
0: Could you have it with a dessert? Certainly you could have it with a bread pudding or like pecan pie or something like that. You could have it with that, but you can also have it with meals. So I think it is a very versatile holiday beverage.
1: 100%.
0: So I highly recommend, I wish and hope that in the future we can go to Shiner, Texas and oh, see yeah. and visit the brewery.
1: And I believe that the actual brewery is, it's not Shiner Brewing, it's Spetzel. Is it? S-P-O-E-T-Z-L Aww. Brewing. But it is, they name it for Shiner, Texas. Yes. And again, this is one that we have enjoyed. Greg introduced us. Greg from yes, Nice the, Guys Pizza. The,
0: yes, you are right. The Spetzel Brewery. S-P-O-E-T-Z-L.
1: I, he introduced us to this about seven or eight years ago. Every year since then, we've made a point to have a holiday meal sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas mm-hmm. at Nice Guys. Yes. Typically with one of his specials that's going on. Mm-hmm. And they'll always either have this on tap or in either bottles or cans. Yes, something. And we, and we some will way. get this beer there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is. Aside from the fact we're we're spending time with friends, yeah, at one of our favorite places, yes, with amazing food and and again, <clears throat> I know we've mentioned Nice Guys Pizza a million times on the show. We're going to do it a million more when you come to Cape Coral to come hang out with us. It's
0: a draw this, for this town.
1: This is a reason to come here. Yes, and this is a place to go. the The specials could be anything and mm. it doesn't have to be a traditional pizza yeah the fact that we're able to have this beer talking with greg and yov and having some of their amazing food oh, is a holiday tradition for us it is for at least the last well ever since they've been open yes. basically which and is
0: co- coming up on they are approaching a decade
1: and i love the fact that they always hold back some of this beer they for always, Christmas in July. They do a Christmas in July yeah. event where people wear Christmas attire. They do like a crazy bike ride and they hold back some of this beer for July. I, and love, I it. love that. Yeah. It's so great.
0: So thank you to Greg and Jovina, at Nice Guys Pizza, for introducing us to Shiner Cheer.
1: Yeah, seriously. One of my favorite. One of my all-time favorite beers, period, and it happens to be a holiday beer, which I never thought would be the case because I tend to find holiday beers, like the pumpkin beers. Too much. Too much. You think it's too much. It's a little, it tends to be a little, I I don't know, like a little commercial. Over the top. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. a little gimmicky. Yeah. But this is not the case.
0: It's perfect, and I hope we get to visit the brewery. I hope, and I can't wait to have that nice guy's meal very soon.
1: Indeed. Everybody who's listening, check your local package store. Check oh. uh, If it's not at your local mom and pop, please check your local ABC or Total Wine. And let
0: us know if you find it.
1: And we would love to hear your review. Yeah. Send that to us, info at runeatdrink.net yes. or 941 677 nine four one six seven seven two seven. Three three. We'd love to hear what you think of Shiner Cheer.
0: Next week we will have part of our report, I'm sure, from our weekend in Atlanta.
1: We have some plans. We're going to cover some amazing food and beverage. We have at least two races to talk about for Atlanta. Oh. We're going to try to get as much as we can on the culinary and drink scene yes. there. We're going to so do what we good. can for you. We do it for you.
0: Oh, I think. It's a little bit selfish too, (laughs) to be honest. They know.
1: We're going to do the best of the week. Come on. But hey, listen, this week coming up, we're going to be doing a live holiday chat. We're going to make sure that our tree is up and and dressed and and (sighs) ready to go. And we are going to chat with you guys. And we're asking that you'll invite a fellow runcationer who's not yet experienced our show. Share our show on social media and help bring somebody along this week to the live chat. Help us grow the Runcation Nation.
0: We thank you so much for listening, for joining us on your long run, your commute to work, around the house, wherever you are. We're so appreciative, especially this holiday season. We really are. I'm your host, Amy.
1: And I'm your co-host, Dana.
0: Stay safe, stay well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon.